Welcome to Security with Spirits, an Oak Barrel Security Podcast. I'm Jason. This is Ben. Jonathan. And Tony. We'll tell you what to drink while we tell you why we drink. What are you drinking, Jason? <laughs> well, tonight I am drinking. <laughs> so some, uh, some, some, uh, a dear old friend came to see me uh, last week and... Uh, Jack her... Daniels and Jimmy Bean. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and it was very sweet of her. She brought a bottle of Crown Royal Peach, and I very much much appreciate it. It's it's very delicious. I like Crown Royal, so uh, everybody can boo and hiss if they want. But uh, Crown Royal, I usually do Crown and Coke, just because I can't do Crown Royal by itself. Crown Apple, I can do Crown Apple on ice. Crown Peach is the same. It's yeah, in a glass. Ice cube, crown, crown royal peach, delicious. So that's what I'm doing. But I have, I have a bottle of Coke Zero here, just in case, just in case. So, in case Ben, what are you drinking? Too much. <laughs> what? In case the peach is too much. Yeah, it's actually not too peachy. It's pretty good. <laughs> I have Cragamore on the ice, and it doesn't do as much for it as uh as it does some of the more richer i think flavored scotches but it's still good um uh, I, so far nothing to complain or about as far as the as uh craig and more goes uh what are you drinking jonathan so tennessee hills distillery put out a new flavor it's ginger infused whiskey and of course I got to try whatever's new. So I picked up a bottle of that and I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to make a cocktail out of that with sweet tea. So nice. that's what I've got in a glass. Yeah. The ginger yeah. really sets off the sweet tea. It just, it's just flavorful, very flavorful. Yeah. Since that drink you posted Tony with the tea in it. No, no, actually it was a, a few episodes back, Jonathan, you were drinking something with sweet tea in it. I've been doing that. And it is amazing. It is mm-hmm. so good. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Tony, what do you got? All right. Well, uh, for this episode, I've got some Weller Green Label Meat. Uh, picked mm-hmm. up this bottle from the Buffalo Trace Distillery. Mm-hmm. Uh, which uh, brings to mind that uh, we're kind of busy during the summer. So we might be doing some different things during the uh, podcast. For instance, we're going to take a break from cocktails for a bit. Uh, maybe try just uh, drinking some booze together and uh, trying different uh, variations. Uh, in the meantime, if you have some ideas for what we should be drinking, uh, give us a call at... Uh, oh, uh, hey, Jarvis, what's what's our phone number? End of line. Or check us out at oakgirlsecurity.com. Well, I'm, I'm super pumped for this episode um, because this is our uh, our Seinfeld episode. This is an episode about nothing, so um, <laughs> we have no topics planned. This may go horribly or horribly wonderful. <laughs> now, due to our, the way we record and our schedule, sometimes topics come up that we don't talk about for a while, and occasionally we have to do a little catch-up or... What did you call it, Tony? Clearing the queue. There we go. Yeah. 
to uh, kind of get us all just on this, let you know, like, yeah, we're, we're, we don't live with our head, heads in the sand. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just talk about whatever. Dead air. That's WOBS coming in during your drive time, wacky and crazy, here with that uh, cybersecurity information. uh, Call in. (laughs) If you've had a breach, call the hotline. The number is. Void were prohibited. (laughs) Uh, So, security stuff. Security stuff. Uh, uh, looks like Movit's got another vulnerability. Isn't that great? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Time to move it on up. I the big thing is kind of the Microsoft thing, right? The renaming uh, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, them coming under fire from the U.S. state and Congress oh yeah, for not providing logs. I think it's hilarious <laughs> the way and they lost the like, stuff. And then, why is this any different? <laughs> and then suddenly today, I saw that they're uh, kind of backtracking and, and doing the public relations thing and offering extended security logs oh, to aid the customers. So that's messed up because I remember this came up like a few years ago that you had to pay for Microsoft's logs and. And no, mm-hmm. then, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the government gets hacked. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, a little late now, don't you think? <laughs> That's what we should do. We should do with this episode. We should figure out the the topic for next episode on this episode. <laughs> it's like nothing, <laughs> nothing like killing the listeners' time <laughs> at our own expense. <laughs> I'm 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 wildly gesturing with my with my glass of Crown Royal and it's splashing <laughs> all over my very expensive keyboard. Oh, Kevin Mitnick died. Oh, what? pragmatism, really? Famed hacker Kevin Mitnick dead at 59. Is that just Whoa. a phishing email? <laughs> Don't click the link. I'm clicking the link. Let me find out. Oh, oh, it says it has to stall something on my computer. <laughs> Holy pragmatism. Yeah. Wow. Oh, boy. Get ready with the uh, the old uh, bleep key there, Ben. <laughs> Pancreatic cancer. He was 59. Wow. Mm. If it's poor timing, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, sorry, no before. <laughs> huh. Well, that's what? a downer. Um, well, uh, you know, a toast to one of the OGs uh, paved the way for the rest of us nerds to do what we love. Agreed. Cheers. 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 Yeah. Getting us aware. <laughs> Yeah, man, they're so, like, I have a couple of his books back here. Like, I'm looking at my library and stuff. Like, I had, uh, I had, um, I never actually got to officially meet the, like, everything. So everything with, with Kevin Mitnick was always like, you're going to totally meet him. And then he was always so, like, he would come on stage and just be, like, larger than life and then just gone. Mm -hmm. It was, it was crazy. But, uh, huh, wow, that's kind of a bummer. 
Yeah, Ghost Ghost in the Wire. I always wanted to get one of his uh, business cards with all like the lock picking set on it. Yeah. You ever hear about those? Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, Ghost in the Wires, a really good book, and uh, The Art of Deception. Those are the two that I, I read of his, and those are really, yeah, really good. Art of Deception in my queue. How differently, like, was hacking back then? Like, I, I just, you know, I and I'm, I'm older. I'm not. He was mm. like 59. I'm not quite that old. I'm not. Yeah. But just the the days when it was just misunderstood. Like I remember. Um, Pink. What? Like pink, misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <Because>. Yes, exactly <laughs> like pink. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just kind of like we always talk about the curiosity that that kind of makes like a hacker what a hacker is or a security professional or whatever mm-hmm. and just being like because there wasn't really boundaries or anything at the time it was just like oh I made this toy and you broke my toy that's not cool I don't know different times it was it was just curiosity it was poking at things it was like that sort of chaotic neutral mindset like I'm not doing this for good or evil I'm just doing it because I can and I want to see what it does <laughs> exactly yeah. and then you'd find the, the, the logged credit card information and who knows <laughs> what happens after that <laughs> <laughs> well I mean I think there I, I think there's a there are big differences between like yeah there are times that we explore the boundaries of technology to be able to get some things we want at discounted rates or free or whatever and you feel like you're not really hurting anything because that's the the corporation and they factor that in and you know whatever i think there's a big difference in that between you know kind of like he was doing like the um um, um, what was it? The whistles, the, uh, um, yeah. Captain yeah. Crunch. Captain yeah. Crunch. Yeah. Like the captain. Yeah. Like doing the whistles and stuff to get free calls. Like you feel like you're kind of just exploiting the machine versus people who just steal credit cards. You're a thief. Like that's a, yeah. <laughs> There's no artistry to it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I have access to a computer or if I'm the computer is put in front of me like I can't help but like oh let's, let's see who I'm logged in as oh let me <laughs> see if I can switch user oh hey how about that <laughs> I'm in yeah I I mean I'll I'll do it I'll there are still today times that I'll go into like a you know I'll go into the doctor's office and computer will be logged in I'm like hmm, neat let me check yeah. this out <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get on their Wi-Fi. Oh, well, look, here's a machine. Hey, how about this? <laughs> or, like, am I gonna? Am I going to like steal thousands of patient records? No, absolutely not. Just kind of like, huh? I should probably tighten this down. And usually, whenever somebody comes in, they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Your computer was unlocked. You should probably not do that." Yeah, <laughs> I mean that that is part of it, right? Like. 
They don't have a sign up that says "Don't mess with the computer," yeah. <laughs> and they've left it logged in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I love it on like most, like a lot of medical equipment. Alt tab. Oh, okay. Here's the desktop. Who am I logged in? Oh, administrator. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Your stuff's broke. Uh, I fixed it for you. <laughs> oh, isn't that <laughs> that is too painfully real? There's so many times that I'll like get into a system and then I feel bad for them. Then I'm like, I'm gonna fix this, and then I leave them instructions. I'm like, this is what you should do. <laughs> I remember I it was a like um I was living in the Midwest and it was a super snowy day and I couldn't go anywhere and I was just like I was bored and there's only so much like sitting around watching TV, whatever you can do. And I found my, my neighbor's Wi-Fi was up and I was like, and oh, that's the other thing. Our internet was down. So I'm like, eh, you know, whatever. Um, neighbor's Wi-Fi was up and I was like, well, it's, it's open. That's not cool. Let's just see if they have internet. Maybe their internet's working. I don't know hopped into theirs and I'm like, nope, their internet's definitely not working. Oh my gosh, that, this is this is not cool. Everything's open. Like, I can see their whole network. I'm like, so I wrote like a huge documentation of like, this is what you need to do to lock it down. And and I even, <laughs> they were my neighbor, like in my neighborhood. So I even like gave my name and, and phone number and I was like, I can help you fix this. Here's some instructions. And I sent it to their printer. <laughs> oh, nice. So, yeah. I actually did. Like, the consultant was born. <laughs> I actually, I actually did. They, they did end up calling me, and they're like, "Um, I'm like, yeah, that's me. Uh, I can help." Oh, I know this jerk who printed it. Yeah, he, he's no good. I'll <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think I found our next topic. What's that? Is oh, cybersecurity God. just tech support on steroids? <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! On some days, uh, yeah. On the well. on Reddit, forty-five up dudes. <laughs> I pour another drink. <laughs> it's that kind of knocks the elitism out of it. Well, I'm in cybersecurity. Now you just oh, have a different skill set to fix problems. I feel like they're. There's the people who work in cybersecurity that tell everybody they they come in contact with that, oh, yeah, I work in cybersecurity. And, you know, thus making them a mark. <laughs> and then there's the people who work in cybersecurity that don't tell you until you pry it out of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a good question. Like, what do you, what do you say whenever somebody asks you, like, I, I try to keep it as ambiguous as possible. I'm just... Work in IT. Work in IT, yep. Sometimes I say I break computers. <laughs> I'll say I do networking sometimes. Yeah. I oh. do a lot of networking, but that's it. <laughs> I don't. I, I never really, I never go into detail. Because a lot of times the people asking wouldn't understand what I'm saying anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, really. Like, I would tell people that I'm in IT security and they would only hear security and assume I'm a bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I just say I work in computers and people yep. just get that. 
Can you fix my computer? <laughs> my printer don't work. <clears throat> yeah, that's always the next question. Yep. Yep. <laughs> my phone. <laughs> I'm Mine a is always. <laughs> Digital janitor. Mine is always the. Uh... Yeah, I work in cybersecurity. What does that mean? I it, computer security. What does that mean? Uh, I'm I'm like a, a hacker, but for good. Like, oh man, my my girlfriend. I think she's cheating on me. Can you hack into her phone? No, <laughs> I, I cannot. No. I bought an amp, not a router. Those are two totally different things. Whew. Uh, but a pretty good sign that you've been spending too much time at work. Yep. 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 Well, or I need to be drinking more Coke Zero than Crown Royal Peach. <laughs> I got the cops mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> An anonymous Sudan DDoS attack on OnlyFans. <laughs> Denial of service, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what sort of uh, security-related projects are you working on right now? It can be work, it can be home, it can be whatever. What you know, just so we, so we kind of keep it. This episode is a security, cybersecurity type podcast. We're trying to enhance and clean up Active Directory. Oh, <laughs> and I think everybody could take some time to you know further secure their Active Directory. Actually, that's a, a little bit. If we had like the, the the public service announcement, the little PSA, the more you know. <laughs> yeah. Clean stuff up. God. It's really easy to build servers. Like everybody just wants things built and it's cool. It's like creating things are cool. But clean it up after yourself. Do we need do we need to make it more exciting? Do we need to instead of say cleaning up, do we need to say uh, can you please go blow up these users or please go destroy <laughs> these users? Destroy on fire. <laughs> I have a special mission for you. Destroy all accounts that have not signed in in the last ninety days. <laughs> That's some great motivation right now. <laughs> Network segmentation, mm. something I've been working on. Like, I don't use like file shares at home, mm -hmm. and um, any device that I can't get in and really tinker with the networking settings and such, I put on a, I, I keep separate from my uh, computers. I really like the idea of every device only talking to exactly what it has to talk to yeah get rid of the, the noise and such and just having that and you know every it, your everything your toaster or everything connects to the your wi-fi now yeah you can't exactly go in and specifically configure everything that the way you might want so keep it separate that's a great idea this is this is no way a um it's not a sponsored segment it's not anything it's not they didn't pay us to say this but i i bought those uh the so i've been using the um 
uh, Ubiquity routers. I've used those for, for years. Uh, used them, loved them. They're great. They're... It, you have to put a lot into them, but over the years, I'm like, hey, they just... I don't know. So, uh, during the... Uh, it, it's been a while ago. I bought the uh, the Deco, the TP-Link Deco. Like, the little simple, like... Um, with just the wireless routers that you just like plug into access or plug into your switch and the mesh yeah, network. Yeah. Mesh network type thing. Yeah. Um, by default. So it doesn't have any of the bells and whistles, which at this point in my life, I'm like, you know what? I, I work in it. I, I just want to come home and just want to have like Wi-Fi working. I don't want to have to like, you know, craft like a, a whole wireless network or all that kind of stuff. So I got these, I gotta say, they, they work really well. By default, they come with a, uh, of course, your primary SSID, which you want to keep protected, and it, it goes through all the stuff to keep you protected and everything. It, it walks you through all of that. But then it has a guest SSID that you can enable, which is cool. But even cooler, it has a uh, IoT network. Oh, you, nice. Yeah, it's really, really cool that you can just, like, assign all, all of your, like, whatever doorbells and toasters and refrigerators and everything else that is on the internet now just put it on that and it's it's great it's like i i love the fact that they're including that that segmentation for those like less secure devices just right out of the right out of the gate that's that's really neat yeah you don't want any of that stuff connected to, you know to everything else right you want no. it should be segmented But that's cool. It's got it built in. It's... Yeah. So I've been working on a, a, a project to enhance my, my personal privacy. Um, you know, there's some people that, that take it in one direction, like they use a, a disposable email address for everything. They, mm -hmm. they pay only cash, uh, you know, really like VPNs everywhere. Uh, I, I've decided to go in the opposite direction and I, I'm really going to just confuse my algorithm it's kind of like dazzle camouflage i just i sign up for everything with the same email address i'm just randomly browsing everything uh using my credit card as often as possible and really just trying to like either amuse or entertain my fbi agent that's watching me <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice <laughs> keep them on their toes <laughs> yeah either you pin everything on me or you pin nothing on me yeah, <laughs> yeah the uh, trick with the you, know, I, you, <clears throat> you keep multiple email accounts and one of them is where you sign up for everything with <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah, that's that, uh, it works. <laughs> I so I used to be the guy who was like, so Gmail just worked. Like you yeah. could, yeah, and you could you could put your email address out anywhere, and you could unsubscribe, and it would work, and it was everything. But now, unfortunately, it doesn't. Like I, I, I don't care what big fancy whatever. Like unfortunately, the the, the 
anti not even anti like so what is it it's it's gray mail that is considered the stuff that's like you didn't really sign up for but it's not really spam and it's not really phishing it's it's sort of that like junk mail that you get that's right right gray mail yeah exactly yeah so the i think the i think the unfortunately marketing has more dollars than the gray mail filters have so oh yeah yeah, it's just, it, it's, it, you just can't get around it. And I, I'm, and now it's getting even worse. It's getting to where, uh, it's getting where my, my personal phone number is. I, it's just everywhere. And I just get calls all the time about, Hey, like I got a call today. It's like, and it was from somebody in the area and they're like, Hey, we're just cleaning air conditioners. Want to come over and clean yours? And I was like, yeah, I have a guy. So goodbye i mean yeah really it's it's to the point with i mean there have been how many data breaches i mean not even talking like serious username and password stuff just phone numbers email addresses there's been enough of that that nothing is private anymore so unless you're gonna have like a burner phone and burner email address that you yeah. rotate every week uh just kind of lean into it i guess yeah so speaking of weird phone calls, I got one today. Apparently somebody's been calling people spoofing my cell phone number because they called me back. Somebody called that number back, which happened to be mine. And I didn't answer, went to voicemail and I was listening to it. There's a lady going, so you don't want to answer the phone, but you'll call trying to sell me something. You just need to take me off your list, you mother... Beep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please tell me she hung up at the perfect time where, like, <laughs> the end call was beep. <laughs> yeah, you can't slam that cell phone now. No, no. <laughs> it doesn't have the same impact, does it? No. <laughs> but, like, really, like, somebody could spoof your phone number... Somebody could easily deep fake a, a voice that could mess up somebody's day. Yeah, and get more than an angry phone call—that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, and and people just buy into it and they think that's the truth and that's what happened and they just go for it without really fact checking or like <laughs> I'm gonna say it again, but having that inquisitive mindset and being like, um, did you mean to call me? Like, what? what you know, if you are the type you could call someone and be like you need to quit calling me and trying to sell me something and try to bait them <laughs> yeah <laughs> alright well thanks everybody for joining us I hope you come back next time for the next one. We will try to keep it more or less entertaining. I don't know, depending on how you viewed this episode. Um, we'll just try to be entertaining. We'll, we'll shoot for the stars and, you know, hope everything works out. So until then, this is Jason. This is Ben. Jonathan. And Tony. And we'll talk time. to you all next time. There we go. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.